1: let's bring in our buddy chris willis he of course covers the atlanta braves and managing editor for battery power sbn you can check out all of his work.com and as always you can follow chris at chris underscore willis and chris is always man appreciate it maybe not the move that we were waiting for but certainly i think a little bit of a surprise that the braves have gone and grabbed themselves one of the best defensive catchers in baseball
2: yeah i think uh, it pretty much came out of nowhere um but, you know, also it's a, it's also a very big move as, as well. Um, you know, I really liked it for uh, what it's going to set them up for for the next two or three years. I think any time you can go get a guy, Calibre, Sean Murphy, uh, you know, that's a that's a very significant trade.
1: So let's read the tea leaves a little bit on this. So, number one, do you think that – and I know you and I have talked about this. I'd love to have Travis Darnot as a backup catcher for this team. Do you think they look at or Darneau looks at that he, after this year when his deal is up, he'd still sign and stay with the Braves? Or do you think that this is a sign that he still thinks he can be a starter somewhere and maybe he moves on from the franchise?
2: It'll be really interesting to see how they uh, divide up the uh, the playing time behind the plate. I think, you know, this will help Murphy as well just to kind of keep some of the wear and tear off of him. Uh, you know, I, I know they're very fond of Travis Darno. Uh, Alex Anthopoulos had just uh, raved about him last night and, and uh, when he was discussing the trade. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, to see him re-up and, and stay with the team, you know. And I, I think with the DH, too, you know, there's going to be times you're going to see both of those guys in the lineup. So, um, you know, obviously I think Darno's workload's probably going to going to drop a little bit at he, as he does get older there's still a big enough role here for him
1: so are, are we to i guess kind of assume that and i'll get into i'll get into some comments that double a made on our radio station earlier today but do you think kind of the assumption is that they felt like Contreras wasn't improving enough or quickly enough to to handle more of a bigger starting load defensively for this team
2: I think that was the biggest question. I mean, obviously, you know, when you talk about Contreras, the thing that jumps out is the bat. But just listening to Alex talk last night, you know, he he made it clear how how important the game planning, the defense, you know, the frame and all that, how high they value all that, um, all those attributes. And, And that's something Murphy's got. You know he didn't. Uh, he didn't say Contreras wasn't that, but I think when you look at Contreras, you can see it's pretty clear that he's a bat-first uh, catcher. And uh, you know that the, when they had the opportunity to get Murphy, you know they they jumped at it. Chris Willis from
1: BatteryPower.com joining us in the WaitFor.com hotline, <clears throat> and I got the exact same sense because he said Double A said on our radio station today the same thing that they value first and foremost defense, calling a game, and things like that. And we know Contreras has had his ups and downs, but I think he certainly improved defensively. But I thought it was very interesting that he said, you know, the offense is kind of secondary. When you say all of that, you're pretty much saying that, okay, we don't think you are the guy that can handle the main role that we're looking for in catcher, even though you may end up being a young big bopper that could be in our lineup.
2: Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. I mean, I, I you know he, he did point out that Contreras has gotten better and has worked really hard. And, you know, I remember um, hearing pitchers talk about working with Contreras and very complimentary this year. Uh, but again, you know Murphy's at a level that they probably don't Contreras can get to. You know, offensively, I think Williams going to have a nice career, whatnot. But you know, and he'll he'll be a good catcher in this league. But I think that's just it. Just speaks to how good. Um, they think Sean Murphy is uh, defensively. And then, you know, he's no slouch at the plate either. You know,
1: I I'm, I brought up the fact on my podcast that, you know, eight, 16, 18 homers, that number, much like we think with Matt Olson, that number will probably go up playing in a better hitters park because Oakland Alameda Coliseum is just a dreadful place to have to hit the baseball. But the number that really stuck out to me was 37 doubles last year for Murphy that's a staggering amount for a catcher to have 37 doubles. So I I said this, let me tell you, if he hits 37 doubles with 20 homers here, Chris, he's going to drive in over a hundred runs for this team with all those guys running around the bases for him.
2: Yeah, I think so. And I, you know, and I think that's something that everybody was kind of overlooking in this deal. You know, I saw a lot of comments that, acted like you know they, they just uh they they just punted the offense but murphy's murphy's got some tools there and uh you know as you said oakland hitting in oakland for a right-handed hitter is 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 brutal in a lot of ways so i expect those numbers to go up and like you said the doubles the doubles the homers you know it was it's impressive uh you know he was he's an above average hitter for his career i know a lot of people want to point to 2021 when he just hit 216 but i mean He's uh he's been in a uh, uh you know, he's got a one one thirteen weighted runs created plus for his career and uh, you know so that makes him that makes him an above average hitter when you look at the complete package.
1: Chris Willis from BatteryPower.com joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline as we talk about the Atlanta Braves trade of Sean Murphy. Um, you know he he said this I don't want to say that he said this deal kind of came out of left field himself but he said he had heard the rumor or he he'd heard. Murphy or he's wearing the pundits or something like that, talking about Murphy coming here to Atlanta and he's like, Well, I hadn't talked to them in weeks or whatever like that. But, you know, I guess anytime you can upgrade your team, you upgrade your team. Given the amount of prospects and stuff they send back, doesn't this send a clear message about look, everything is win now for this franchise. No matter what the move is, it's about we gotta win ball games and win the World Series this year not wait not worry about the future but it's all about right now
2: yeah i think so and um um you know and i mean i think if you look back three years ago there's no way they trade um you know i mean if you remember the the complaints about about alex for a long time was he you know he just wouldn't trade a prospect he wouldn't turn any of those minor league guys loose and you know for good reason i mean that's most of the core that's on that major league roster now but you know, now that they've won a World Series, they're trying to get back. I think, you know, I think the situation's different. And, um, you know, I, I I think the good thing about this deal was, other than uh, Salinas, they didn't really trade none of those guys in the lower farm system. You know, a lot of the guys that moved were guys that were already at AAA, were already on the 40-man roster. You know, there was going to be options issues there at some point, and they didn't have a clear path to a role in Atlanta. So, you know, from that standpoint, I think, you know, Cashing in some of those chips for a guy that can make you better, I think it's a no-brainer.
1: So I guess the next thing is probably in a week or two we'll see that uh, Murphy signed a seven-year extension. I'm guessing it's probably <sighs> what the next thing we're going to hear.
2: I was kind of waiting all day for that. You know, that's what that's kind of what happened with Matt Olsen. But uh, you know, I haven't seen any rumblings or, or heard anything there yet. But uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh, you know if they try do try to approach him with a with an extension.
1: I saw where. Uh, I think it was Buster Olney or somebody was putting out there that the Braves weren't going to entertain calls for Max Freed and things like that. You know, you and I have talked about this, and I keep bringing this up that you know he's he's going to get a pile of money now. And we talk about Dan's being what he's going to cash in for. Wait, do you have a hundred and seventy-five strikeout left-handed pitcher with an under three ERA and see what kind of money that gets you? Hell, look at what Verlander and and these guys and Scherzer and these guys are getting now on the marketplace. You think that Max Freed is a guy that they're going to back the dump truck up and give him a bunch of money? You think they're going to wait until he gets close to free agency? It was interesting to read that they pretty much said that they are not entertaining any talk about moving Max Freed at all.
2: Yeah, that, I think Buster was responding to something that was said on MLB Network early this morning. Um, you know, I don't think they're looking to trade Max Freed. Uh, I am I am a little uh, – Skeptical that, that that they're gonna try, they're gonna sign him, just because, you know, when you look at all the all the deals they've handed out, Spencer Strider's the only pitcher, uh, you know, that they've locked up, and and I think Max is gonna, like, as you pointed out, he's gonna command a high a high number, but he's also hit, gonna be hitting free agency, a little later, um, in the process. I think he'll be over thirty when he when that does happen. So, you know, I think if, if, if something, if everything just went terrible this year. You know, and they were out of it by the trade deadline. And sure, maybe they do listen on Freed and maybe some other guys too. But you know, at that, you know, if they if they're if they're anywhere close to where we think they're going to be, you know, I just don't see any way they'll move Max Freed. And uh, you know, now whether he stays long term, you know, I think that's another question.
1: Chris Willis from BatteryPower.com joining us on the WaitFor.com hotline. All right, let's ask about Dansby. I, I get the real sense that they are planning on life without Dansby Swanson. You know, a lot of talk about Grissom. You hear a lot of, like, low rumors about, you know, the Elvis Andresses of the world and things like that. It really does feel like, look, Dansby's a free agent. He's technically not a Brave. And it feels like that they're kind of really planning on life without him. Maybe they do sign him, but it certainly feels like that they are making plans to move ahead that he's not here.
2: Yeah, it does certainly uh, kind of feel like that. I mean, I wouldn't completely close the door on it. Uh, but, you know, if you just kind of look at the landscape for the shortstop position, I mean, Dansby's going to be in position probably to get a little bit more money than what everybody was thinking at some point. Maybe, you know, maybe he values playing at home. Maybe he leaves a little money on the table. But, you know, there may be a bigger offer out there that he just simply.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Medella the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Can't walk away from, um, you know, I mean, where the braids go from there. You know, I think it'll be interesting to see, but uh, it does certainly feel like you know they're kinda they're kind of laying the groundwork and uh preparing for to move on without him.
1: Last thing for you, Chris. Uh let's talk about our favorite subject, uh, and I say that jokingly about Marcelo Zuna and that contract <laughs> that he's got. Um look, I think the Braves, if they make a trade, are gonna have to eat a lot of that money. But if you can't find a dance partner, and I'll be honest with you, not just his off-the-field, but his on-field production. Again, I've said this is the St. Louis Cardinals version of, of Azuna. He's a one-trick pony. not saying this trick isn't valuable, but how willing do you think that they are that if they had to eat a bunch of money, which who knows? I mean, they by the time they get, if they get Dansby signed, this and the other, they may be looking at luxury tax, you know, and, and you eat a bunch of money and you don't have a player. How much do you think that they're willing to eat or do you think that they try to do any sort of reclamation project with Ozuna and, and give him a shot come spring and see if he can make the ball club?
2: I think that'll be really interesting. You know, I think there is a good chance that he may still be with the club on, during spring and it may come down to how he, you know, how he performs. I thought it was notable last night when Alex was, was, was talking about, uh, Murphy possibly getting, or, or Darno, either one getting DH at bats. You know, Marcelo Zuna was never mentioned. Um, you know, I'm, I, I wouldn't think that he's in the plans for left field. Obviously, we've already seen how that's uh, worked out in the past. So, you know, I do wonder if, uh, you know, he's going to have to, you know, earn his way, earn his spot on this roster. But, you know, again, like you and I have talked plenty of times, I just feel like if they can save any of that $37 million, then they'll probably they'll make that trade even if they have to, you know, if even if they have to uh, pay ninety percent of it, you know, just to just to cut bait and move on.
1: It's a lot of money, man. I'll tell you, that's a lot of lot of money they have to eat, but it kind of is what it is. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Willis. He is the managing editor for Battery Power. Batterypower.com is where you check out all of his work covering the Atlanta Braves. Join us on the WadeFord.com hotline, Chris. Always, buddy. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk again here because I got a feeling we still got several moves to uh, to happen for the Braves. So always appreciate the time.
0: Yeah, appreciate you having me. Thanks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours